reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Hallelujah. Shall we take our seats in the presence of God? He is able. Amen. Oh, I said amen. Our God is able. Hallelujah. And we know what time it is right now. It's testimony time. Hallelujah. And this testimony is from my sister, Victoria Bawa, from the Shemen Hub. She says, I'm thanking God for helping me to recover from an illness that struck me recently. Though the actual cause was not identified, I know the Lord I serve intervened to heal me when I needed him at the time. And she explained further, she says, I had been complaining of severe headaches and unwellness for some days. I was at the Danfa Clinic for medical care, but it was getting even worse. And after some days, last Saturday, my pastor asked me to go to the Dodowa Hospital for better treatment. I was made to run some tests, but it all came out negative. And the doctor couldn't, I couldn't diagnose what exactly was wrong with me, but prescribed some medications for me. This will not be your case, amen. Or oh, I said, this will not be your case, amen. An illness will not send you to the hospital. Even if you do, by God's grace, it will be sorted out. Hallelujah. We thank God for doctors. We thank God for hospitals. Initially, I was wondering how I would be able to mobilize my members that evening to church. But my pastor told me to try. So I managed to mobilize them for service in the evening. And since then, the pain and unwellness stopped suddenly. Oh, if you are clapping, your hand clap can be better. She says, glory be to the most high God. I want to encourage us all to find something to do in the house of God. Bishop Ogo, God bless you for leading us to serve God and to serve him well. Oh, come on. Clap your hands for that very powerful testimony. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, how we long to see 
Hallelujah. What a blessed service we're having tonight. Why don't you put your hands together one more time for the Lord. What a blessing it is to be in his presence tonight, waiting on you. I'm not worried about the time. May you become a person who waits on the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, tonight, I'm happy to announce to you that you are about to experience the word of God in a way that you have never experienced it before. How many of you get excited at the mention of the word of God? It's like honey on your lips. Beautiful. Well, before the word of God comes, please put your hands together and let's receive our sister Enam to minister to us.
interested in singing hmm. you'll be unemployed in heaven that's the only thing we'll be doing but tonight are you ready for the word of God I said tonight are you ready for the word of God there's a cool breeze blowing and it's making the atmosphere nice and ladies and gentlemen I'm happy to announce to you that you are in the best place to be on a Saturday night in the whole of the city of Accra. And you are about to hear one of the finest servants of God in the entire city of Accra tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, you and I have the privilege of eating one of the best spiritual meals being served across the world tonight. So if you're as excited as I am, and you're as ready as I am, for a top-notch spiritual meal. Why don't you make some noise tonight and join me and let's welcome to this moment the Bishop Edwin Morgan of
the lives he's touching the amazing things he's doing keep clapping your hands you are blessed to be alive in these times keep clapping your hands hallelujah can you lift your hands and just thank God just thank him for anything you want to thank him for just thank him thank him somebody wants to thank him for his word you are about to approach thank him Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. We bless you. 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 We there's God at work here tonight. Nothing in this world could satisfy, satisfy. You are here already, so enjoy the presence Jesus, of God. You're the kind, the enjoy the presence of Who God. Who is like you, Lord? Who is like you, Lord? Come on.
you. You can clap your hands. I want to announce to you that you are in the presence of God tonight. And uh, at this very moment, God wants to give us something. You came, you made the effort. This is not a church you just pass by. You must mean to come. So because you came. Hey. Jesus. Mm. Normally it is at the end that you get your takeaway. But God is giving everybody a takeaway. Amen. And the Lord is telling me that right now, if you can lift your hands, he's giving everyone the spirit of wisdom. Amen. Wisdom for a specific thing. Something specific. And I'm about to mention it as your hands are lifted. The wisdom to manage the resources he gives you. Wisdom to manage the money he has given you, the car he has given you, the people in your life, to manage your place as a church member. Lift your hands. Everything you need, he has already provided. He's already given it. Everything you need is already present in your life. Mike Maddox says, merely waiting for your recognition. But those ones you have recognized... Some of you, it is the church you are in. That is what God has given you. From this church will come your house, your car, your wife, your husband, Amen. your happiness, your job, everything. Can you lift your hands? This very minute, God is giving you wisdom is a spirit. And the spirit can be put on you. Yes. There's always the spirit on you. The spirit in you. The spirit with you. And this evening, something is coming on you. You'll be wise. You will notice what God has given you. And you are receiving wisdom to manage it. To manage your life. To manage your life. To manage your resources. To manage your blessings, you will not call something little when God sees it as the greatest asset of your life. Tela Baba Ramasuna Mahanda. Angels are sharing the blessings of wisdom. The blessings. Listen, I just heard somebody here, you are planning to put something away. 
to throw something away. As your hands are lifted, some that person, God is going to speak to you. There's power in this room. Just God is going to speak to you right now and say to you that do not. It's part of the wisdom God is giving to you. Keep them there. Don't bring anyone in front of you. The power of God is touching them there. Lift your hands right now. Somebody's there's a decision you are about to take about someone, about something. God is reversing right now. The word I hear is a reversal of decisions. Reversal. All in a bit to empower you to manage the things and the resources he places in your hands. Labakadaba, something you find useless is God's most precious. I don't know. It's not for everybody. There's someone here. The power of God is breaking through into your life to rearrange your matrices. Your matrices. Lift your hands. There are angels here. There are big angels here. And there are small angels here. And what they are doing is that some of them are healing someone now. Somebody, your mind is being healed. Your mind is being healed. All in a bit to give you power to manage your life. To manage the things he places in your hands. That you will not throw away. You will not pause what God is continuing. You will not, you will not, you will not destroy what God is building. And you will not build what God is destroying. Lift your hands. Young girls are receiving wisdom now. I said young girls are receiving wisdom. Remember, you don't go to the university for wisdom. Wisdom is a spirit. It emanates from the presence of God. It is one of the lights. It's a light. It's a light. Arise, shine. Your light has come. Wisdom is a light. Lift your hands and receive light. Pakalabasata. Ramandebe zimadomakabatababa. Lamazaba. Your life, your life, your life. Your life is going up. That which was going down is going up. That which was going down is going up. That which was diminishing is increasing. That which was being destroyed is being built up. Lift your hands. Kabasata. In just 30 seconds. There's a lady at the back. The Lord is telling me that you are going to feel something like water has been poured on you. A cool, refreshing presence. Because there's an angel standing by you at the back. Something is happening at the back. Yes. 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 Lift your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Touch them, Lord. Touch them, Lord. Wisdom is coming. Wisdom is coming. Angels are depositing wisdom. Angels are depositing wisdom. Wisdom for your life. Wisdom for your business. Wisdom for your education. Wisdom for your family. Wisdom for your home. Wisdom for your body. Wisdom for your life. Lift your hands. Talasia. Sepahanda. The angels are at work. My God. That is it. Yes. 
Bring me that boy on the floor. That, that particular boy on the floor. That particular boy on the floor. Bring it to me. Give me oil. That's a pasta. Lift your hands. Yes, let me have it. I've not even seen his face. But the Lord tells me he's a pastor. And it's not next year. Yes. In 15 years. Put him down, put him down, put him down. There's a sister, you came to church confused about something. Literally confused. You walked into the service confused. you can lift your hands. The spirit of God is coming to rearrange. Rearrange. Suddenly, within one minute, you will discover that your confusion has ended and you know what to do. Suddenly, you know what to do. Suddenly, you know what to do. Suddenly, you know what to do. Hey. Give me the oil. That lady should come to me. That person. It's a lady, not a gentleman. Come to me. I saw myself in the spirit pouring this oil. There's a lady. You are confused about something. God is about to rearrange. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, I'm waiting for you in front here. Come to me here. Come to me here. Yes, 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 yes. La Baba, exactly what I saw. It's exactly what is happening as this oil touches you now. That is it. By the time you come around, there'll be clarity. There'll be clarity. There'll be clarity. That's exactly what the power of God is doing. Hey! also God is about to do something everyone something in your life something in your life will trace its turn around to this evening
Somebody online is being healed. Somebody online. Oh yes. There's a pain in your left side here. Left flank. You are being healed. Ah, yes. Something burning. Possibly in the arm. Left. Left. Yes. Somebody online. God is healing you. Can you lift your hands? In two minutes. In your life. You know, your life has many rooms. Your life has many rooms. Your life is like a story building, a house with many rooms. Right now, an angel has entered a room. One of the rooms. One of the rooms. Yes. One of the rooms. Things are being rearranged. Yes, 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 yes. That's the blessing God is giving you. It's the wisdom He's giving you. Yes, God is rearranging. Yes, God is rearranging. There's a lady again. God is rearranging. There's a sister again. There is power in your right hand. Yes. Somebody here, your right hand is shaking. This area, your right hand. There's power. I feel. Yes. Look at that. Bring it to me. Bring it to me. I need some more men. Gently carry her. Gently. Put her here. And put her down. Put her here. Down here. Put her down here. Yes. Just put her down. That is it. This oil. Yes. This oil, Jesus. This oil, Jesus. This oil, my God, is pushing you, yes, to a new level, yes, a new level, yes, a new level, yes, a new level. Everybody, clap your hands. Everybody, clap your hands. A new level. A new level. Matababa sapa, rekiandolosa. My God, my God. A new level. A new level.
Married, lift your hands higher. Something is about to happen now. All right, look, I need the access to move there now. Access, move there now, please. Yes, lift your hands. Marriages are being formed and forged now. Lift your hands. That's all. You are receiving something. Yes, that is it. That is it. Ashes, please. That is it. Marriages. Yes. Walls are breaking. Yes. Jesus. Roads are being made. Holy Spirit. Ladies in the car, somebody is getting a wedding ring, somebody is getting a wedding dress, and beloved is moving. Jesus, yes, receive it now. Bring your hope, bring your hope, bring your love. 
have a ministry. You know, they are pastors. They are pastors. We are, we are all pastors. But you, you are not just a pastor. You, you have a ministry. It's a very heavy duty ministry. You know, I see like, like, a, like a 16-wheeler. Something very big moving. But it doesn't show up. God has called me tonight to refresh the button. I'm pressing and clicking the refresh button. What he has given you, that ministry he has given you, you will stand in your place. Ah, let me tell you, the Lord is telling me that he has already prepared you. It's not yesterday or last year. It's been years. You know, you know, he was telling me tonight when I came to the service, the worship was going on, especially during the worship time. He told me something to the effect that the people he uses are not the just arrived people. He prepares them from their infantry from their youth and I'm like that I was 16 years when I met Christ from 16 till today it's a long journey and she's also like that God will hardly give big things to somebody who just got born again last year last year. No, no 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 he takes you through decades decades. That is why we must be careful about the children around us. The little ones. Because the work of God in their lives will be traceable to what is happening to them now. So take it now. God doesn't waste resources. He has invested in you. And if you will just allow him you won't stand where you are standing. You will not be a product of mistakes. 
Father, light the fire again. Light it. Light it. Look at that. Something is happening there. Something is happening there. Everyone lift your hands for 10 seconds before we sing. What is old is becoming new. Tamando hasataba. This hand will crush the enemy. This hand will point in the right direction. This hand will be used to lay hands on the sick. You will raise leaders. And the leaders you raise will be young boys and girls. Yes, you have a youth ministry. You have a youth ministry. You have a youth ministry. Make sure it comes to pass in your life. You have a youth ministry. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Everybody clap your hands. Everybody clap your hands. Keep clapping your hands. Tonight we have a short time And that is exactly what God wants to do I'm ending the chapter on quiet time today Yes Next week God willing I'm going to talk about Growing in your new life By praying regularly Praying regularly. Can you clap your hands for this book? So, a quiet time is the Latin phrase is a sine qua non. Sine qua non. That is without which not. Certain things are sine qua non. Some of you, your English is not working. I'm now adding Latin. <laughs> yeah, certain things are, are are labeled. They say oh, that is a sine qua non. That is, without it, not. Without this, this is not. 
Without quiet time, there's no Christianity. Without which not. Anybody listening to me, if you are online, I don't know, maybe you are even listening to this message on podcasts. If you don't have a habit of reading your Bible every day, you are not. Without quiet time, you are not. Psalm 73, verse 28. The New Living Translation. Yes. Say, but as for me, how good it is to be near God. How good it is to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my shelter and I will tell everyone about the wonderful things you do. As for me, the, the new American Standard Bible puts it more romantical. It's more romantic with the NASB. He said, but as for me, the nearness of God is my good. To draw near God on a daily basis as a habit is your good. When you draw near the word of God, you've drawn near God. John 1 1. He, God, is the word. That's my Bible. So today, as we wrap up, I just want to encourage you that is if you are interested in God, if you are interested in knowing God, if you are interested in knowing God, then have a habit of every day drawing near. That's why I love that song, Sister Grace sang. I ain't worried about the time waiting on you. I mean, God must be so important to you that you want to be with him. I beg you, spend time with God every day. Don't find it fulfilling living a life where you are just busy moving about. Don't exalt that life. It's not a good life. It's not a good life. You will regret it. A lot of those things you will do are useless anyway. Don't spend your time just moving around. Even in the ministry. Don't spend all your time visiting, counseling, interacting. Wait on God. There is something called the Pareto Principle. The Pareto Principle. An Italian economist taught that principle. That 20% of the things you do are responsible for 80% of the outcomes of your life. 
So 80% of the things you do amount to just 20%. A lot of the things we do are useless. Matuka Bayanda. I should repeat. Somebody wants me to repeat. And that person is very special. So I will repeat it. If it had come from you, I wouldn't have repeated it. <laughs> Only 20, like, when you wake up, you do things. You go here, if you're a footballer, you go and uh, uh, train, the, uh, are done, go for uh, whatever, go to the field, go and eat four eggs, and all the moving up and down and so on. Now, 80% of the things you do as a footballer will, 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 will account for only 20% of the outcome. So, a lot, 80, that's a lot of the things you do, only end up giving you just 20% of the outcome. Let us talk in terms of um, a student learning. 80% of the things you will learn as a student will give you only 20% of the marks you will get. of the things you learn will give you 80% of the mark. So, so your, your, your responsibility, oh, I feel like preaching but my time is up. Your responsibility in life is, is to allow God to guide you to the 20%. If you can do 20%, you are passed. Mommy, you don't need to do 100%. You only must do 20%. You pass. I've been to school a few years. You see students with fresh books, textbooks from England. New. Moving around. Carrying carrying them. There's a guy. I I remember. Fresh books from England. Then I had another classmate. He had... An exercise book he had folded into two in his pocket, back pocket. When he moves a little, he just steps in. Say 20%. When you write the exam, he's talking because that, 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 that exercise book, note one, say note one. <laughs> you need God's guidance to the things that matter. Gideon was going to war. What? 300,000 useless soldiers. Eventually, how many did he get? 300. 33,000. Eventually, he had what? 300. Did he win the fight? Did he win the war? So, your responsibility is not to gather 300,000 or 33,000. Your responsibility is to allow God to guide you to the 16 elite, elite soldiers who can clear your enemies. Receive that wisdom now. That is why God has arranged that if you want to do well in this life, go to him every day. Wait on him. We must wait on the Lord. Students, wait on God. He will guide you. Antinous, wait on God. He will guide you. 
pastor wait on God without him there are church members I have visited I wish I had never seen their faces ever not everything a pastor does is useless is, is, is useful a lot of the things we do are useless God must guide you God must guide you that's why quiet time with the Lord quiet time a time that you start by praying you pray to start the quiet time it's time with God say time with God say time with God say time with God say my time with my God my time with my God just a little time a little time you start your day you take your Bible I won't advise King James and you sit down and you pray you worship him you love him And then you pray to him to open your eyes. And then you open, after praying, you take the Bible. Can I have a chair, please? (laughs) Your time with God. You open your Bible. Where do you read? You can read a book. You can choose a book. Nehemiah. You can choose Ezekiel. You can choose Mark. You can choose Acts. You can choose Ephesians. And then you read a little a day. Or you can choose to study a personality like Samson. A personality like Paul. You want to learn about Saul. You want to learn about David. You will find where to where David's story is found. And you read about him. Or you use a devotional. And then You ask the Lord What are you telling me From this verse This one verse Or these two verses Lord What do you want me to know From these verses You pause And you allow God to speak to you you ask him how this, this verse applies to your life. If it's this verse you read. It's something small. Quiet time with the Lord. Every day. Doesn't have to be 10 hours a day. Or 2 hours a day. It's a little time. But once it's consistent. It builds you up.
And last week we learned about how to go deeper. <laughs> if you want to go deeper, what do you do? I gave you a formula. What was the formula I gave you? The nature of God. What does this verse say about the nature of God? And then what else? Is there a promise to believe? Not so. What else? Is there a command to obey? Or is there a what? A warning to heed? Is there a prayer? I should pray. Get last week's message. Today, I want to end by telling you one thing. One thing. And that is to have your quiet time. If you say you are having your quiet time, you must write something down in a book. There is nothing like a quiet time that you've not written anything down. I don't know when I've had a quiet time without writing something. The Bible, when I was using a paper Bible, it was full of ink. Never get up from your quiet time posture without having written something. You got to write. If it's your iPad, you must, you must, you must write. You know, anybody who met God wrote something down. That is how we got this Bible. We got this Bible because the people who met God wrote something down. You can't just read your Bible and get up. You see, when you write something down, a lot of things happen to you. You know, the very acts and arts of writing it down etches the words in your memory. You remember? The words are etched. You may think you are writing it on a piece of paper. You may think you are writing it in your notebook. But you are actually writing it on your mind. Never read the Bible and just get up and go. It won't benefit you. That's the message for today. Write down whatever the Lord tells you. And the Lord must tell you something. If you ask yourself questions, how does this verse apply to my life? Is there, is there, is there a, a promise to believe? Is there a command to obey? Is there a warning to heed? 
Father, what are you saying to me from this scripture about my life now? There must be something to write down. When you write Habakkuk 2 verse 2, actually, it says, write the vision down. When God shows you something, you owe it to yourself to write it down. Those of you who have dreams and you don't write it down, you have, you, you, you have, you have cut off about 60% of your life. You have a dream, you just get up and go. If you wake up and you don't remember a dream, it must be a project. You must, wherever the dream is, it must come. And it must come for you to write it down, not for you to remember. Write the vision, write it. And make it plain upon tables that he may run that reader it, including you yourself. So when you have your quiet time and you write something down, it increases your speed. A place you would have arrived at in life after 10 years, just because you wrote it down, you will get there in two years. I see your journey being shortened. Receive that wisdom now. Write it down. Write it down. I write out, till I even write some for my, for my shepherds. Anything I put on the pages, it's in my quiet time. You can tell that now I'm in numbers. <laughs> All my revelations I share are in numbers. Make it plain. Write it so that he may what? Run. That's very important. He may not walk or crawl. Writing things down increases your speed in life. Writing a revelation you had in your quiet time down makes you run. It, 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 it doubles you up. Actually, when you don't write something down, you have actually blocked it from affecting your life. We say you have locked it. When you don't write something down, you have what? Locked it. Revelations 10, verse 4. Let me show you something and then we close. And, 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 and when the seven thunders had uttered their voices. I was about to write. Because when you meet God, you must write. He said, I was about to write. But I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, seal up those things. With the seven thunders uttered. And write them not. Don't write it. And by not writing it, you've sealed it. By not writing the revelations, you've sealed it from entering your life. In this case, you know, there were things Jesus Christ even did. He said, don't tell anyone. So God has secrets. Do you see? So in this particular and special, even, you can even tell that John was ready to write. It means that the posture of anybody who encounters God is to write. 
Where is your notebook? Where is your notebook? I can show you mine. So as, 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 I, I mean, Revelations 1, 2, 3, he was writing. He said, write these things. Write. So here, yeah, nobody told him to write. When he saw it, he took his pen. He just began to write. He said, hey, don't write it now. That's why you don't write it. Don't, don't write it down. He would have written it. There must be an executive injunction. I said, an executive injunction. On, on, your, on your writing to, to, to stop you from writing things down. There must be a voice from above saying, don't write. A lot of us, our lives are the way we, it is because you never wrote down the things God told you. And when you, and it, it, it says, don't write it. Seal up those things. So, when you don't write, it's equal to sealing. You've sealed it. It's, 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 it's locked. There are many of you here, your destinies are locked. You never wrote a dream. You never wrote an instruction. You never wrote a, 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 a revelation God gave you. And it's gone. Yesterday, I took my iPad. I was having a meeting. And there was a verse I needed to have that I couldn't remember. But I, I just remembered some years, many, many years ago. I remembered that it was in the meeting that I wrote it. And I tried to remember what the meeting was about. So when I remembered that topic, I put it in. Zoom! The verse came. I got up for the meeting. I, said, I didn't what? I got up. Many of you are sitting down. You see, first of all, when you, when, so, so, so you see, I got up and my speed was great. Many of you are sitting down not knowing what to do in your life because you have never had the habit of writing your revelations down. Quiet time is no quiet time. Without a notebook. The major encounters men had with God were written down. When Moses met God on the mountain, by the time he was coming down, there was a t- he couldn't find the paper. He found a stone. He managed to scratch the things on a stone. I said there was no paper on the mountain and he forgot to take a pen. What he could get was a stone. He, 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 he scratched it. You must write it. From today, you are going to discover how reading the Bible will be one of the most exciting adventures just because you are ready to write. May whatever is going to take your destiny forward never be sealed from you. May whatever is going to empower your life, empower your ministry, empower your business, empower your destiny, empower your marriage. There is something 
God has to say, wait on him. He will tell him. And sometimes, you know, I've noticed when I'm writing, I mean now, when I'm typing, as I start typing, it's like somebody is dictating some down. They said, download. Receive your download. As I receive your download, you may start writing a sentence, but the time you are done, it's four pages. Pray for you today. Today, when you go home and they ask you, the man again, that man, what did he say today? He said, we should become what? Writers of the vision God gives us. And that if you don't write it, you have sealed it. So I took my pen to write. And he said, this one, don't write it. Seal it up. And I did not write. Everyone from today, you will have a book. You will have, if your Bible is, a, is on your iPad, you are, going, you are going to be seeing red marks on your Bible, on the, on the verses, notes, revelations. You see, and as, as you keep writing, it opens like a river. Yeah. The rivers of God, they begin very shallow. The rivers of God. The rivers of revelation. The rivers of wisdom. They are always, when God is doing something, it begins at the level of your ankle. And he's watching you. If you keep going, you step into something deeper. As you keep going, you get deeper. So, your, your smallest revelation as you write it and God sees that you are faithfully writing ha! then the spirit of revelation opens up your mind opens up your spirit and there are downloads for your marriage downloads for your business downloads for your ministry downloads for your church but for quite time how could I have been a pastor What business do I have? Standing in front of you as a pastor. How can I preach without quiet time? So when I take even a book Bishop has written, I apply my quiet time principles. Magada Baba. So when I take it, just one sentence can be Hiroshima. One sentence we can have a camp. A camp from a sentence. Why? Because I have learned how to drill down by writing. Be faithful and write one sentence. He will give you a paragraph. If you write a paragraph, he will give you a page. If you write a page, he will give you two pages. If you write two pages, you are getting a chapter. Ladies and gentlemen, in this life, the men and the women with speed are those who have something to read and move. May you have something about your church to read. Something about your marriage to read. Something about your business to read. Something about your life to read. The people who move with speed, check out. They are always reading something. And there's nothing
as powerful to read as a word God gave you. You may read a word God gave me. Beautiful. You may read a word God gave your pastor. Beautiful. But God is waiting to give you something. No. Do you know that your finger print is unique? Nobody has it in the whole world. Revelations are like fingerprints. It sets you apart. The man who has heard from God, what you hear from God is unique to you. So you see, even their pastors, some are known for faith. Some are known for evangelism. Some are known for loyalty. Our, our pastor is known for teachings on loyalty. He's known for teachings on shepherding. And when he stands to preach about shepherding, you ask yourself, is it the same verse I read? The same verse you read. But what, what God is also waiting to do is to give you also your own that will set you apart from your friends, your classmates, your colleagues, and anyone in your life. Write it down! Make it plain. Everyone, have a little book. Have a little page on your iPad. Have a little, have a Bible that allows you. I have never read a Bible without a pen. Those days I had paper Bible. Never. It can be. It can be. God wants to, there's a revelation. You can live your life following God's messages to people. There's nothing wrong with listening to or reading something, but God has something to then, 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 in the whole church, then only the pastor should have his quiet time. Yes, that should be the only one to have my quiet time. In the UD, Bishop should be the only one having his quiet time. The books he's written are books God gave him when he spent time with God alone. Somebody is also waiting for you. And the first somebody waiting for you is you yourself. So that you can run. And see, and when you finish writing it down, then point number seven, it says now spend time praying to the Lord. Listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. So the last step in your quiet time is to pray. You start by praying. You end by praying. At times, you will pray for a short time. But there are other times you will pray for a long time. As you have your quiet time regularly, this prayer time will become longer and longer. You will, you, you will soon desire longer hours with the Lord. During the prayer time, God will speak to you through his Spirit. There are things God needs to tell you directly through his spirit. The Holy Spirit is real and you must believe him as well. As you pray, now the Holy Ghost takes the things you've written down, the things he's told you, and he mails it. He puts it in a mail and prepares for you 
the real food for your soul. There's nothing as beautiful as finishing your quiet time and taking the points you've read and praying. You pray. There's a date on it. 12th March 2021. The Lord told me this. I felt the Lord speaking to me about this. And when you hold it and you pray, you see that things literally pop up from the pages. Remember, no one met God who never wrote something down. Without people writing down, there will be no Bible. And I say to you today, that your life is moving at a very slow pace write something down so that when you read it I see your speed increasing I see you outrunning those who came ahead of you somebody became a center leader two years ago you are now starting don't worry your speed will come from the things you write from the presence of God. As he speaks, you write. And as you write, you read. And as you read, you run. And as you run, you arrive. I see you arriving. I see you getting there. I see you at the top. I see you in front. I see you ahead. May quiet time alone with God increase your speed mistakes you would have made because of your quiet time you never make them because you learnt it from God's first hand not to do some things may the years you will spend achieving something be shortened may what you would have done over three years be done in nine months. May what you would have done in a week be accomplished in a day. May the things you write become the foundation on which your relationship with God is built. Thank God for the writings of other men. But it's time for you to write something down. And even if it is a sentence a day, imagine what would have been penned down in a year. 365 sentences will take your life to the top. Stand to your feet and lift your hands as we close. Lift your hands, everyone. And I want you to pray that his presence will be important to you. That God's presence will be special to you. That God's presence will be special to you. And you will know it is special because you will have something to write down. Lift your hands. Father, we thank you. 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 We thank you for a new army. A new army of spiritual men. A new army of spiritual ladies. 
Yes. Armed by the things yes. they've written down in their encounters with God. Armed by the dreams they wrote down. Armed by the with the with the revelation they wrote down. Armed with the swords God gave them. Palagadabasata. Siemoshka Kaliande Lebosa. The complex things be easy now. So make it plain. Make it plain. Many of our lives are many of us, our lives are complex. Complex because you don't write anything now. You don't even read your Bible. You won't even read it to start with before you even get something to write. So you are living in complex problems. God is changing somebody's life. God is changing a sister's life. God is changing a brother's life. God is changing a brother's life. There's a pastor here right now. I believe that already, 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 a power, a power, a power, a power has entered you. A power has entered you. God will speak. He will speak. He will speak to you. He will speak tomorrow. He will speak on Monday. He will speak on Friday. He will speak on Sunday. He will speak. He will speak. But David says, God has spoken once and twice I have heard. How will you hear twice? Because you have it written somewhere that you can go back and read again. Can you lift your hands? I see victory everywhere. I see victory everywhere. Yes. That's why some of you standing here, you've forgotten your assignment in life. You've forgotten your covenant with God. Because they didn't write it down. Yeah, you're not used to writing things down. John said, I took my pen to write. But God said, hey, not this one. Not this one. Father, we thank you for wisdom. We thank you for revelations. Lift your hands and ask the Lord for revelations. Say daily, daily revelations. Daily revelations. Daily revelations. Daily revelations, daily revelations, daily revelations, daily revelations, daily revelations, daily revelations. Quite time, quite time. Is that a promise to believe? Ah, Madaka Baba Baba. Is that a warning to heed? Is that a command to obey? What is God saying to me about my current life, my present life? And you write it down, it changes you. It changes you. It changes you. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the beautiful privilege to take steps continually in your presence. I believe that pastors are going to walk into bigger anointings just because they are going to start writing things down. I believe that ordinary believers are going to rise up into power, power men. Power sisters, spiritual firebrands, just because they began to write things down, write things down, to write things down. That 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 if there is something you don't write, it must be because a voice from heaven spoke. Otherwise, every encounter is written down. Lift your hands and thank you. Thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Yes, Lord. Yes, 
let this this message alone let it change the color of our work with you the color of our spirituality this alone let it change our lives madi sumahalaka plaga plaga sumagiko diba samikoli yagabadada adikolomo sambahanda every day every day you write every day your work with God somebody will call it journaling your journey with God journaling your journey with God one day you take these books and you look at what you wrote 15 years ago 10 years ago and you smile looking at the things which form the foundation for the amazing life you are living today father let today mark a new level of relationship with you a new level of spirituality a new level of power a new level of insight in Jesus name every eye closed every head bowed every eye closed every head bowed every eye Every head bowed. You want to say, Pastor, please, tonight, I want to know God. I want to have Jesus. Today, 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 I need Jesus. Pastor, today, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus into my life as my personal Savior and my Lord. If you are here and you have a desire to know Jesus, a desire to surrender a desire to give your life to Jesus. Wherever you are, just lift your hand. Yes, I see your hand. Lift it. I'm going to pray for you. Pastor, pray for me. I want to know Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus today. Lift your hand high. I see your hand, young man. You may be the next evangelist in this country in some 30 years time, but it begins today. Lift your hand high. Pastor, I need Jesus. Lift your hand high. Pastor, pray for me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus today. Lift it high. Lift it. I see. I see. Lift it high. I see. And if your hand is lifted up, if your hand is lifted up, if your hand is lifted up, I want you to come to me here. Come to the front here. Come. Take your Bible, take your notebook and come. Yes, my dear. My dear, come here. Come, clap your hands for them. They are coming. Keep clapping for them. Yes. It's a new day. Give him your life today. Keep clapping. Keep clapping your hands. Yes. Somebody wants to know Jesus. I'm calling you now. Come. Come to the Lord. Yes. Come to him. He wants you. He likes you. He wants to be with you. Come. Yes. Clap for them. They are coming. They are coming. Clap for them. Clap your hands for them. God bless you. 
God bless you. What a beautiful evening. Shall we all bow our heads? And I want those who are in front to lift up your two hands. Those who are standing in front, please lift up your hands. I feel that God is going to protect somebody here from evil. By this decision, you have suddenly made yourself unavailable to Satan and his plans. You are no more available. You have run into Jesus to hide in that fortress. Say after me, Heavenly Father, everyone say, Heavenly Father, today I commit myself to you. I surrender my life to you. Today, I confess my sins. I've done many bad things. I'm so dirty. My soul is dirty. Please cleanse me. Please wash me. Please make me your child. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. I will never be the same again. I will never be the same again. I have been saved today. This is my day of salvation. And I'm not going back. Jesus only. Only Jesus is my Lord. Thank you, Father, for this great salvation. Amen. Father, I thank you that you have touched their hearts. Oh, Lord, help them to have their quiet time to read their Bibles, to live for you, to walk with you, and to know you. I thank you for this amazing privilege. Amazing privilege. Amazing privilege. In Jesus' name. Amen. And those of you who are online, there's a number also on the page. You can write, you can call that number. Call that number. Somebody will talk to you and help you to know him. Help you in your walk with Jesus. There's always someone ready. And today, God has made it possible for you to hear this message. Call that brother. Call that sister. Somebody will answer. And your life will not be the same again. But for those of you in front, you see our pastor who is waving his hands? Can you see him? You can see him when waving. I want you to please go to him right now. We are going to talk to you, help you. You are now a baby in Christ. Somebody must help you. Do you get me? Somebody must teach you. Somebody must hold your hand. And tell you what to do. Lead you to church. Lead you to a meeting. That's how we work with God. So please clap your hands and let's go to our pastor right now. Keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping. Beautiful. 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 Oh, keep clapping your hands. 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 Father, we thank you. 
What a beautiful blessing. Everyone stand to your feet. Everyone stand to your feet and lift your hands and thank him. Thank him. Don't be familiar with God. Thank him for the service you've attended. Thank him. Thank him for what you've seen, what you've heard. Thank him for the opportunity to serve him, to be in his presence. You could easily not be in church, I'm telling you. The things that are lined up to prevent you from being in church, they are 10,000. But God broke through and made a way for you to walk on it to come to church. Can you clap your hands? Beautiful. 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 I thank you, Lord. I thank you. Take your communion. Take your bread. Take your wine. We are, we are, we are about to, listen, 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 listen. We are up, and I want to encourage you. If you are sitting up, please stand up. Even if you don't have that physical communion in your hand, join us in spirit. And every time you are coming to church, may an angel remind you to bring your communion elements. So even if you don't have it, don't worry. Pray along with us. Join us. Don't be aloof. Force yourself into what God is doing. That's where your blessings are. So take your bread now. Yes. Take it. This is my body which was broken for you. Drink. This is my blood which was shed for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood shall have eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. The cup of blessing which we bless is the communion of the blood of Christ. The bread which we break is the communion of the body of Christ. Oh, this is the holy meal. Lift your bread. Lift your bread. Sing it. It will sustain you. It will make you whole. Shout healing. Shout healing. Shout healing for my life. For my body, for my mind, shout healing. When I see the blood, yes, when I see the blood, yeah, Jesus. The Bible says that night before he was betrayed, he took bread and he took bread because that was what was there. He said, I am the bread of life. So you are actually about to take in Jesus. And we are saying that the same way we are about to eat this as food. We are starting a life of eating the word of God every day. Because you eat every day. Yes. 
you eat. Some of you eat four times a day. Based on how you are looking, you look like somebody who eats four times a day. So by this communion, we are healing our lives of wordlessness. Say for my healing. For my healing. You know, many of you, eh, there's a physical, thank you Holy Spirit, there is a physical infirmity in your body. But it takes its roots from the word of God that is not there. A certain word is not in you. A certain scripture has not been believed. That is why you are having that physical difficulty. If you take in that word and you believe it, it will end it. Some of us are literally flattened with sickness. My asthma. My turn has come. My turn is coming. But there is a word. When it enters you, it lights up your life and drives out darkness. The Bible says the Lord sent a word unto Jacob. And that word lighted up everything in Israel. There's a darkness in your mind, a darkness in your life, a darkness in your body. Which this word? Say the word of God. Say the bread of God. The word of God. The body of Christ. The word of God. Say from today. The word of God. Forever. The word of God. Every day. The word of God. As my food. The body of Christ. The word of God. Let's eat it. Yes. 40 days. Forty days. You are receiving strength to run and run and run and run and run. Sing it. It will sustain you for forty days and for forty Thank you. Listen. Listen. I want to tell you something. In this church right now. We have declared Friday evenings as prayer time for the church. It's now official Friday evening here. And if you are an ordinary member, you can come here. Yes. Friday evening is for prayers. And not prayers for business or visits. It's prayers for the church. Yes. And as we build the church, God will build your life. Friday, every Friday evening, Lady Reverend Emma Samani, please call her to come. She's the one in charge. Last Friday, there was fire here, here at the terrace. There was fire here. Yes. So if you are at home on Friday, if you, if you are not a shepherd, come and join. But as for every leader, once you, the word L is on you, And I'm saying this because you're about to drink the blood. There's power in the blood. And that power in the blood comes as we pray. Yes. As we pray. 
as we wait on God, as we pray, center leaders are going to pray about their ministry. Pastors are going to pray. GSOs are going to pray. Every believer will pray. Friday night is prayer for church. And as you join, we pray for souls, we pray for centers, we pray for everything. I tell you, your life will be going up. Yes. Yes. That's Lady Reverend Emma. She's the anointed woman of God here. Please come. Let me introduce you to them. Yes. Yes. Normally we have fireman, but this is firewoman. Friday night, she's the one who leads shepherds, center leaders, basenta leaders, basanta leaders, every leader, anything. And if you are, if you want to do ministry, come here for that prayer. There's fire here. So this is the one. Please move your face mask. They, they need to see how beautiful you are. They think we are joking. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. So God bless you. Take your cup. Sorry. The time is 8 to 11. Friday evening, 8 p.m. till Christ comes. The only thing that will stop that Friday meeting is Good Friday at Mampong, which is coming on in three weeks' time. <laughs> only that day, Good Friday, will stop this prayer meeting. Bishop Kobe is going to announce it properly. He has the right English words for the Good Friday. God bless you. So lift your cup. You are now going to use prayer to destroy your enemy. Say the blood. Say the blood. As I pray, remember we said the body of Christ as you read the Bible. Say the blood through prayer. Through prayer. Power is released. Say I'm a prayer warrior. Say I'm hot. Say I am hot in prayer by the blood. By the power, by the blood. Let's drink it. Father, we thank you. Lift your hands. Receive a new anointing. A new grace. Oh, something new is coming to somebody's life. Oh, at least I know there will be new revelations. New revelations. Many of you, you hear the voice of God. I said you will hear the voice of God I said you will hear the voice of God God will speak to you I said God will speak to you Receive that blessing now The combination Of the bread And the wine Is a combination of The word of God and prayer It changes The nature of the warfare I see you victorious I see you victorious I see you winning by the combination of the word of God and prayer I see you winning in Jesus name Father we thank you yes that we will stand and take our place as children of the most high God in these end times in Jesus name Amen you may be seated beautiful beautiful